Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the Phenomenal Fan Podcast, episode number 30. Episode number 30, big episode we got for you guys today. As you know, we're a full-blown avalanche podcast. No, we're not really a a full-blown avalanche podcast, but they did win the Stanley Cup, and we both root for the avalanche. So go abs, go, baby. They win the Stanley Cup. We'll talk about it. We'll cover it. We'll get into it. NBA free agency is looming. It is upon us. Things are about to start getting real hot in the NBA. Some players have already decided where they want to go, and we will talk about that. And in the sport of baseball, we have our own baseball show, but we need to talk about why all these superstars are just getting hurt a lot more than it seems like normally. So we'll cover all that. We appreciate you guys tuning into episode 30. Jared is back. He's ready to talk about the vacation. He's ready to dive into sports. I'm ready to dive into sports. So let's get into it. Thank you guys for tuning into episode 30. The Phenomenal Fan Podcast. A podcast by the fan for the fan. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 30, Phenomenal Fan Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Jared went on vacation. He went all over the uh, European continent. Not all over it. He visited a couple countries. And he was telling me before the show about the European, Eastern European countries and how they're not quite what you expect. They're not quite exactly, you know, you don't really know what to expect, but I feel like there maybe is this little mantra about the Eastern European countries. And they're not quite what you expect. Like my girlfriend went to, to Europe on a trip with her like softball college team. And they visited those like less, less, uh, less visited like tourist attraction countries. Like literally, I think it was uh, like Hungary and I think Croatia might have been one of them. They play a little bit of softball too, but like they, uh, they visited them and, and she was like, they were just fucking beautiful. Like they were just beautiful countries. Yeah. And it's like, you just you just never would know that because all you hear about is like Spain and France and Italy and like those kind of more Western uh, European countries. But no, it's uh, looked like a fun trip. Yeah, uh, yeah, Croatia, Croatia was uh, it was really beautiful. I mean, it was all it was all really beautiful. It was more European. It, it was more like Europe than I expected it to even be. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I pictured it, I pictured it in my head like something, and it was really all like that. <laughs> it, like. Yeah, you don't just it's like it's all older, so it's like you don't just uh, randomly, you don't just randomly like drive out of it, and it's like all a tourist attraction, and there's just like a Chick Fil A, right, or something. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like it's all just like it's all old, and you're like, oh, this is this is dope. You know, and the culture, the cultures were all yeah, you know, unique and cool. So yeah, you're like in I think, you're like in Boston. You're like, oh, these are like a couple old buildings, and then you get to the suburbs, and it's like. Popeyes, fucking Del Taco, and you're like, yeah. fuck, like that's just America though, too, I guess. But I bet you probably had some of like yeah, the most like, oh, natural, this is, this is... like drinks and yeah, I guess food. I, and... 
all that kind of shit. You know what I mean? Like he probably just had the oh, just a, the most ex- oh, yeah. tasty fucking drinks, food, like freshest mozzarella cheese, like all that shit. Not just factory fucking cows getting tortured in a fucking you know like i mean i hate to be a downer but it's like that's like american products right there yeah no it was uh i yeah it really was the food the food was much different i heard i heard it was gonna be like that so what um, was uh what was the best meal what was the best meal you had on the trip oh man that's tough oh you know what i strangely ate like quite a bit of like steak and stuff out there um but there was I don't know. There was probably there was one breakfast we ate in in Spain. In Spain's really big on hamon, you know. And what is they that? Have these little like it's like it's like ham, like oh, okay, like prosciutto and all sorts of different ham. So cured meats. I went to this little market. Yeah, I went to this little market and they had like these meat cones, which was hilarious. They were like four euros, and you just go to the little market, and it was just a little cone filled with meats and cheeses. <laughs> that was probably like my one of my favorite. Like it was good. It probably was my best meal overall um but i had i also had some some breakfast that was just gas i don't know like you said it it did really did feel like it was all fresh yeah like more fresh than um anything that i've had here so yep. yeah it was overall fun trip but they, uh you know sports sports are limited over there so it's nice, it was nice to come back yeah i was gonna say like what are they i mean they probably only have like fucking soccer over there i guess like in croatia i, I maybe basketball Eastern yeah, European I guess like, so- like so- soccer and tennis, like tennis, maybe. Yeah, uh, yeah, I guess that's. Yeah, true. I don't know. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, looked like fun. Sounded Should like fun. actual sports now. Yeah, no actual sports. Uh, first of all, you leave, you come back, and the Avs win the goddamn Stanley Cup. Jared, their Avalanche are the Colorado Avalanche are Stanley Cup champions. Six games. They take down the Lightning three games to two. Uh, I don't know what else to say other than the Avs were the best team all year. They were the favorite all year, and they won it. And I don't know how often that happens, especially in other sports. I really don't know. I mean, the NFL, I guess the Rams were the favorite, but were they? I don't know. Was it like the Bucks first and then the Chiefs probably? Maybe even the Bills before the the Rams? I know the Rams kind of went all in on a Super Bowl, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, that's one of the first times I've se- I can remember in recent history where it's like this team was favored to win it, and then they win it, and the Avs just dominated all yeah, year round, like- tied the NHL record for most wins combined between regular and postseason with seventy two. By the way, seventy two wins, like that is just fucked. Uh, the comparison I heard from a lot of people, especially people that and were like they, hockey they, smart, is like the, the Avs were basically the Kansas City Chiefs of the NHL this season. Just like you weren't going to stop them on offense. You can try to get back even on defense a little bit, but for the most part, you're just going to get overpowered. And if their goal is having a decent game, you lose. Yeah, it did seem it did seem like um, our it did seem like our defense at times was just it was just too fast. It was just smothering, and then and then you add in the offense, and then it's like we got guys like McCarr, you know, he's a defenseman that that can score at will, you know. I don't know. I um, I, I kind of wish I knew better, like uh, better comparisons on like where players ranked in the league. I guess like 
you know when you're talking about you know like like over the years like when you're like you're watching football and you're like you're able to be like oh julio jones is like the best receiver right like you know i I wish i knew how like players stacked up um like players stacked up in terms of like league ranking because i don't i just don't know it's probably because most of all because all of their fucking names are so hard to say (laughs) and they're so like foreign that it's like it's hard to like like you hear like i don't know like obviously like you like when you watch the abs you kind of get to know the the teams but like like everyone's got Nachuskin and Rantanen, and they're all just like these really foreign ass names. So I guess maybe that's part of what makes it as hard as it is to to like kind of keep track of. But um, yeah, I mean, I guess I knew. I wish I knew a little bit more about it. I followed the abs. I don't watch. I didn't watch a whole lot of like games that like. It's not like football where I'll sit down and watch a, like another hockey game like right. on Sunday night. Right. Like I'll watch. I'll watch the. I'll watch the Browns and Ravens play on a Sunday night. I don't pop over and watch the uh the canadians and and the oilers play <laughs> yeah. you know like i yeah. don't like i'm not gonna sit that like I, i'm not as interested or invested it was really fun to cheer for the abs obviously because that's you know the home team it's been 20 year 21 years or whatever it is since we've won we've won one and like that was back before like i really can appreciate anything you know like i'm seven years old or whatever it was 2001 so yeah um it was pretty pretty sweet and it was nice to be back especially for the 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 whole stanley cup because i missed i did have to miss a little bit of the playoffs because it was just like not feasible to watch those games in the middle of the night but yeah they whooped ass and what what was our final record like 16 and 4 in the playoffs uh yeah they lost lost four games in the playoffs yeah that sounds right yep they lost two to two sweeps and then and and then a four uh yeah they lost they swept uh nashville yeah, they swept Nashville in the first round. They lost two to, I want to say St. Louis in the second round, the, and then the, beat them. Yeah, the blue, the the Blues. Yeah. <clears throat> and then they swept Edmonton in the Western Conference Finals, and then they lost two to Tampa Bay. Um, but yeah, dude, they closed it out. <clears throat> I don't know. I I don't know what else to say besides they just like I, I didn't. I watched probably, I want to say like probably half a dozen regular season games. I went to two games in person this season. So uh watched some regular season games. But once the playoffs started, I was pretty in tune with it. I I watched I think I mean it's also like not that many games in the postseason. They only played twenty games in the postseason. Like considering they have to play four full series. You know, you'd think it'd be at least like twenty five or thirty games, but they only played twenty games. It's pretty impressive. They uh <clears throat> yeah, like you said, they're sixteen and four in the playoffs. I think that also either tied a record or was only one game off the record for fewest losses in a Stanley Cup championship playoffs run. I think the only other team was like some Edmonton Oilers team in like the 80s and they lost three games or something. But it's just like not the same. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, they were saying, well, they they said it's like the, uh, that was all like pre-salary, uh, salary cap. Like, I think they were saying that because I heard them talk about how the Lightning were the first team to, like, go to three championships in a row since the salary gap era. Right. Um, it's like if you go if you go back and look at, like, the NHL, like, Stanley Cup winners, I'm pretty sure – I'm not sure. I think it was Montreal that just – the Canadians that just dominated. There was the, And then maybe, like, maybe the Islanders potentially. Like, in, like, the 80s, they, would, they won, like – they won, like, eight of, like, ten years, those two teams. Let me see. So – 
1980s Stanley Cup uh, winners. 1980s. Yeah, it was. It was the it was the it was the Islanders and the the Canadians. They won like every championship. Islanders in eighty. Islanders in eighty one. Eighty two. Eighty three. Oilers in eighty four. Oilers in eighty five. Canadians eighty six. Oilers eighty seven. Oilers eighty eight. Calgary eighty nine. Like that's oh yeah so. it was it was it was really it was really three teams. It was just over a three-headed like a, like monster. Fifteen-year span. Yeah. It was it it was the Montreal Canadiens, the, the New York Islanders, and the Edmonton Oilers. They won five in a what a six yeah five in a six-year span. The Canadians won one two three four four in like a I think maybe that might be four in a row. Yeah, they did. They won four in a row. Then the Islanders came back and won four in a row themselves. So that was eight years. You only had two champions. <laughs> it's pretty wild. Yeah, that is a lot. Yeah. Well, guess what, Jared? The Avalanche are champions again. The last one they had was, like you said, 01 and then 96 before that. But, uh, yeah, four to two. Um, I was looking at the last at the these last Stanley Cups earlier today too. Here's a here's a trivia for you, Jared. Maybe you already have it up, so I don't know. But it since let's just say since 2010, so in the last 12 years, how many of the Stanley Cups have had mm-hmm. seven games? How many do you think? So actually, that's technically 13 Stanley Cups. The last 13 Stanley Cups. How many of them have had seven games? What would be like your ballpark? Thirteen Stanley Cups. Probably like, probably like seven of them, maybe. Yeah, I mean, knowing how hockey I goes, know. I would say yeah, I'd say at least five, right? Like five or six. Hockey, I feel like, just always goes to a game seven for some reason. There's only been two game sevens in the last thirteen years, uh, 2011 and 2019, and then the rest of them were either four to two or four to one, which is pretty crazy. So. Uh, I, if I'm being picky, I'd have liked the Avalanche to win it in Denver. It would have been cool to see that. I was at the Avalanche watch party on Friday night when they were at home for game five. And that would have been super cool to watch them, you know, win. And then the city just burned to the ground. But, uh, also, I mean, you know, if you're rooting for your team to win, it doesn't really matter how many games they do it in. That's just me, though. That's me personally. Yeah, I was pretty. I know. I was. I was kind of bummed as well. Um, because I, you know what, I tried to go to the Abs watch party, and it was at it was yeah. at capacity. Yes, I waited for like 40, 45 minutes, and like, and they actually, and I was, I was right. It's really funny. It got shut down. They didn't even. I know. I was with. They I didn't was even. With uh, your our mutual buddy when he told me that, I was like, that sucks really bad. <laughs> that was pure chaos too and luckily yeah sounds like jared missed uh missed the the fucking purge dude we were at that watch party i think you were on the opposite side jared but people were trying to like break the it was like a gated uh party the the, the gate i was right i I was i know i was at the gate i was at that gate and i was right there with the kids rocking it and there it was a bunch of fucking it's such a young like just idiots dumbass like college like college kids that were like that just like hadn't, they just haven't calmed down, I guess, in their like in their life at all. 
like <laughs> the one there was one kid that was like his dad was probably a lawyer he probably drove a mercedes-benz in high school that was that was yelling fuck 12 like because they couldn't get in but like they were rocking the gates and then i finally like kind of like crept up it was and it was like it was kind of cooler and then i got out there and i'm wearing a hockey jersey and i heated up i was just sweating but like i walked up to the gate and just talked to the other cops i was like what are what are the odds that we actually like anybody's get like, in actually here? get it gets in like yeah and, and the, the cop was like none like we're not letting else anyone Zero. else in. I was like, well then why am i i was like why am i in like a a crowd of people that like is very adamant on believing that like they're, they're still in. gonna get in yeah yeah because yeah. there's we because we were and then and then and then the, because of those those idiots trying to knock down the fence and shaking the fence and trying to breach the gate as like they said in the article the tivoli decided not to host it. campus decided yeah. not to host yeah yeah and my buddy and i were in because... this watch party dude th this is just maybe that maybe that's something we don't have to get into too much but that's just like a it just epitomizes i think like this slightly younger generation where it's like it doesn't really seem like they like being told no about anything like they just don't they don't accept the word no and when what was even crazier is that we were in the watch party we we're hanging out dude all they had in there not to make like i'm not trying to make you or anybody else feel any better it was cool it was a cool environment to, to an extent but it was a it was a location and a venue that was not designed to host that many people so the lines for the bathrooms were atrocious the lines for drinks were atrocious the lines for food were atrocious, but all it was in there was just like you could get some beers, you could get some food from the food trucks, and watch the Avalanche game on a big screen TV on like a a jumbotron sized TV. And these kids were breaking these gates down and running in like it was the fucking purge, dude. Like they needed to get in for a chance to win a million dollars or something. Like I, I couldn't, I, I just could not understand what this desire was. These kids were like barbaric, dude, trying to just literally breaking it down knocking cops over and stuff i mean if you guys haven't seen the video go check it out look up just avalanche watch party i'm sure on twitter and you'll find the videos like it was it dude it was scary like it wasn't it was not like safe at, at one point you know so i mean whatever avalanche won the cup but hopefully it's not like that uh you know for the parade or i don't know whatever else it would be yeah it was uh yeah it was pretty it was pretty insane it's pretty insane overall, but uh, I don't know. I, I mean, it was uh, downtown. I'm, I'm all of downtown was crazy anyway, because there's obviously that they had the, what's going on at McGregor Square, but uh, the bars were ridiculously like it. It was almost it was fun. It was a fun environment, but like I was no, there was no chance after I was out on Friday, like watching the game and being in those crowds, that like I was gonna do that on a Sunday night. Yeah, no, no way. I mean, I think the real question is, Jared, who has more of a caveman barbaric mindset? And the comparison would be those kids who broke the gate down or just a good transition to Kyrie Irving. Which guy, which which, which uh, sector right there is more barbaric in their mindset? Kyrie Irving or those kids trying to break the gate down? Because Kyrie is staying, and this is our transition to our, our next subject of Kyrie deciding he wants to stay in Brooklyn to play uh, for the Nets next year. That was the big sort of sporting news of the day. NBA free agency is coming up. <clears throat> Quickly going through the list, Jared, by the way, I didn't realize that free agency was like starts just so quickly after. But 
we've got some notable free agents that are going to be potentially just available on the market. I don't follow the NBA as much as you do, but I know all these names, obviously, with guys like Bradley Beal, Zach Levine, James Harden, potentially with the player option. Uh, Kyrie decided to stay. Jalen Brunson, um, Colin Sexton. There's some there's some pretty pretty notable names on there, but the real question is, I think Kyrie goes to Brooklyn. He's gonna stay. But one thing that turns me off about the NBA with this whole situation is like, okay, well, Kyrie's leaving. No, he's staying. No, Kevin Durant's leaving. No, he's staying. Why is the NBA so... Like, these guys just leave teams, and they're like, I don't want to play here anymore. Like, I, trade me. I find that so unappealing as a casual fan, like a potential fan, right? I root for the Nuggets, and like they don't have very many guys like that, but why are these like guys just able to leave and go like that doesn't happen and i don't want to say in every other sport because it happens occasionally in football if a guy's like a a complete cancer to the team and it's just not a good fit but otherwise like baseball guys don't have the luxury of being like get me out of here and they just trade them I, I i don't i don't get it i don't understand the appeal for nba fans but maybe you know maybe you have a better appreciation than i do i just i don't i don't get it no i they it just does it does seem like yeah, players are always on the move. I I don't know if it was I'm trying to think. It kind of seems like it was like kind of seems like it was like the Heat's fault back in the day. Like like big early three. like when LeBron was yeah the big three that kind of seemed like like the like the the rise of like the super team. I think I guess maybe I was gonna say the maybe Celtics you could say before like some that. of the Lakers teams back in the day. I would I would say the Celtics yeah, might have started it too with like Ray Allen, Kevin Durant, Paul Pierce, because then everyone's like, oh, mm-hmm. you could just get three superstars and just win a championship. Like, let's just make it happen. And then LeBron's like, I'm taking my talent to South Beach, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, and then now look at every other team. I know you need two really solid players to win an NBA championship, but then it's like Kyrie to the Lakers for Russell Westbrook, rumors, and like all this. I'm like, why? What? What is going on? Like, instead of like, oh, nope, not going to work with this guy. Move on. New, new guy, new team. Like, make it work. Have a little bit of, have a little bit of moxie, a little bit of, like, toughness, and, like, fight through adversity just for, like, one second. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. But, like, like dude, if it was NBA was, like, the MLB, yeah. like, Mike Trout, Mike Trout would just be like, dude, get me out of here. And then he would just leave. But he's not, I mean, obviously, he's getting a fat paycheck, so it's a little bit different. But it's not like these NBA guys are getting paid. They're getting paid more in most cases, than some of the highest-paid baseball yeah. players. So yeah, it's like... Well, and, they, and they, they sign such short contracts, it's like four or five years, that they can, like, sign two of those monster contracts in their career, like what Steph has done. Like, and they, like, they're all, like, they're all guaranteed, like, so much money, like... Um, like, the, like, you're yeah, seeing guys like, like DeAndre, DeAndre, DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, DeAndre Ayton's gonna get, a, get the bag. Uh, Miles Bridges will get a ton of money. Kyrie's obviously just gonna continue to just rake in close to forty million dollars a year. James Harden, uh, Zach, Zach, Zach Levine's gonna get absolutely paid again. Bradley Beal is looking. To, I think he's gonna opt out and then uh, of his resign, like that is resigning, and then he'll get. He's supposed to get like another like two hundred fifty million dollars yeah, contract. What do they call them? Like the super max contracts? Like the super super max contracts? <laughs> like, yeah. Like what? Know. What even um, is that? Like, how do you even it's, call it? It's ridiculous, dude. Supermax. 
yeah i want i want a super max contract it sounds like something i would say like when i was a kid i'm gonna go to the league and i'm gonna get yeah. a super max contract i want to um, i want a super max burrito like no it's not it's like it's just like this doesn't seem like real world you know i don't know maybe that's just me but it'll be it, it'll be pretty uh interesting to see like i'm like i like i get kind of excited for guys like anthony simmons like for the blazers who's kind of he hasn't really got he hasn't gotten like the like his first like ever bag so it's kind of cool to see them like they sign a, a fat contract that like that's what they worked like their whole lives to get to that sure. point for sure. so like I, I do like seeing that um like those guys but then like but then you get to that like you get, it's just like the ego in the nba just gets to a certain point where these guys just turn into such they, they just turn into such cry babies and they have so much they have so many opinions and they like to and they like to voice them all so it's like uh yeah, and, and even you know, like we've talked about before on the show, like Ben Simmons or like Harden, you know, like it's just like middle of the year and Harden's like, uh, I don't like Brooklyn anymore. Ben Simmons is like, I'm not going to play for the 76ers. And then they just trade both of them each. It's just weird. I, I, I don't like it, but it is what it is, man. Kyrie is apparently going back to Brooklyn. I don't know what that's going to mean for the rest of the league. NBA free agency should be pretty fun. Maybe players will bounce around. The NBA draft went by. It was pretty uneventful. The projected top guys went in the top picks. So, uh, <clears throat> abs are champions. Kyrie's back to the Brooklyn Nets as of right now. Who knows? Tomorrow, Kyrie could wake up in a different mood and decide he wants to play fucking cricket professionally because he strikes me as one of those guys that's just, or he wants to be a rapper or he wants to be, uh, I, I don't know. Like, it's just so, that guy's personality so, is just so, like, like volatile and unpredictable he's just got antonio brown vibes kind of dude he really does like he's got like he i think i had a tweet from my personal account that i saw my time hop a few like a few weeks ago and it was like another Kyrie tweet it was from like four or five years ago when he was like leaving the calves or something and he was like oh it was because he it was like four or five years ago there was like a group chat with a bunch of nba superstars i guess and they were all in it and like the rumor was from like shams or or from woge or whatever like Kyrie had been uh talking with other nba stars about starting his own league like they all should start their own league like a big three league uh like the three-man basketball league like what like yeah. I, I tweeted i quoted yeah. the tweet and Good i was luck. like yeah i quote tweeted the tweet and i was like Kyrie irving has cte and he doesn't even play football like that's what it sounds like Sounds like he's like just so, so crazy. It's just so wild all over the place. He's fucking, I just, he's a guy I feel like I'd have to like, if I was his teammate, I'd have to walk around on eggshells. But then I want him on my team because he's so good. So it's like, and he knows he's good too, which is the worst part. I just, ugh, I don't know, man. I, I don't, I don't love that kind of character. I think uh, he's just kind of unappealing to a lot of people, I think. And that's why. That's why he's not great for the league, in my opinion. But you got to respect the Warriors for, you know, having a bunch of dudes and building it and whatever. But hopefully the league can start getting more competitive for the rest of the, the field because otherwise it seems like it's just going to be whatever super team versus the Warriors until Clay or Draymond or Steph leaves, at least. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I, it's the NBA. We've, we've done our fair share of bitching. A bit, we've done our fair share of bitching about the NBA. Yeah, we so. have. Yeah, so on the topic of uh, big names, the last thing you wanted to touch on, and we'll get into it. I'll get into it in the baseball show here. 
uh, later on. But I don't know, Jared. This has been some speculation by people with the injuries that have gone on in baseball this season. Okay. Notable MLB injuries this year. We talked about it before we got on, but it's been, it's been a, it's been an entertaining year for baseball, but less entertaining because I feel like a guy like Aaron judge is almost carrying the league because the rest of the league is just either hurt or the really good players are on shitty teams. Um, you know, Scherzer's been hurt. Jacob deGrom hasn't pitched yet. Tatis hasn't played. Machado got hurt for the Padres. Mookie Betts broke one of his ribs. Bryce Harper broke a finger. Chris Sale hasn't pitched. I mean, it's like you Jack, just you list all those guys off. Jack Flair. Yeah, Jack, Jack Flair got hurt, hurt again. I think Acuna's been kind of hurt again. Ron, yeah, Acuna's been off and on the injured list. I know he's coming back from an injury, but the speculation or the, the thing that people have been mentioning is like, do you think? Do you think last year, 2021, the players were all kind of riding off of the adrenaline of like a full season again, like the first full season? Plus, a lot of them played half the year without like the fans. So it was still kind of COVID vibes. Guys were getting babied, going on the COVID IL too. Like it was a little bit full, like all out fans in attendance. COVID's not really a thing very much anymore. And guys are like playing harder and whatever, but it's like, is that, you think that's having an impact on like the guys, like not playing, I don't know, or getting hurt. That makes sense. Just, just the fact that like they haven't played like full seasons really. No, I, I mean, there's, I mean, there's certain, there's certain injuries that like, like obviously like injuries to pitchers are just going to happen from time, like from time to time, you know, but there's like some of the stuff that's happening to like batters is like misfortune. Like Bryce Harper's injury is like really unfortunate that Blake Snell was just a dick and hit him with a fastball in the hand at 97. Yeah. That pissed me off by the way. Like I'm a Padres fan, but I don't like Blake Snell and that shit pissed me off, dude. I'm like, if you're going to throw 97, I'm sorry, but like you, you have a, you have a responsibility. You have an obligation to just not hit guys up and in. You just have, you, you have to, I know it wasn't on purpose, but it's like, dude, you have to, you're putting guys in danger if you're not commanding that, that type of pitch. 97 up and in. In hindsight, yes, Bryce Harper probably could have turned, right? Put the back to it, put the helmet to it, if anything. I know you don't want to get drilled in the head, and it is unfortunate. But, dude, I don't know. It's just weird. It's weird to see, again, like like Mookie Betts, his wasn't a hitting thing. He was going for a fly ball with Cody Bellinger and they, they collided and just broke his rib. Acuna was hitting and fouled the ball. Like he's coming back from the ACL, but most yeah, recent, most that, recent thing, is, he some, just like fouled just it off his shin, you know, like weird, just weird. There's like weird shit going on. Yeah. It's some, some, some of the shits is unfortunate, but it doesn't really feel like there's a lot of stars that are just out, which is not great for the game, but like, yeah, guys like, Paul Goldschmidt going off and like that, like you have, it's kind of weird that you see certain teams that stay so healthy. Yeah. And certain like, guys like Machado was the one that honestly shocked me the most. Cause he's a guy who's just known to like, just post up every day and just play. And then he did same thing. Like, 
I just I don't feel like these guys are like running on a bag. Yeah, it's like, not I, like it's not like these guys are like full sp- stretching a single into a double oh hamstring or like overuse throws his hundredth pitch and then it's like oh t- like tendonitis or or fatigue or straining a muscle in his arm. Like Degrom had like fucking like a like a stress fracture in his fucking scapula, like some crazy like bone. Like it was just weird. Crazy shit in Tatis's wrist. I mean, he's an idiot on the motorcycle. But yeah, Machado beating out a slow grounder, slips over the bag, should have shattered his ankle into 30 pieces. And luckily, you know, he didn't. But yeah, it just kind of sucks. Kind of sucks. It's putting a damper on it. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, it just seems like some bad juju out there. And it just maybe some freak, it's ha- some freak accidents happening. You know, I think that's kind of what happens when you play you play 162 games man that's just some some shit's gonna happen yeah you're gonna, get a, you're gonna get a twisted ankle or a collision or whatever it is a hit by a pitch that's gonna fuck you up it's just like why does it happen um, it does, doesn't happen to certain guys which is so weird like aaron i mean again knock on wood i mean it's gonna just be love aaron judge but it's just like aaron judge is not even like hasn't had any problems at all pete alonzo like you said goldschmidt aaron Otto, like these guys just kind of stay on the field. I don't know if it's a, like you said, maybe it's a luck thing. I don't know, but hopefully moving forward, you know, hopefully we get that sorted out. Hopefully the players can stay more healthy. Hopefully by the end of July and August, a lot of these guys can come back and be healthy. I mean, dude, it's more fun when you got Jacob DeGrom pitching and Max Scherzer pitching, Manny Machado playing and Bryce Harper playing. It's also more fun, by the way, when you have good players that are superstars running for a postseason opportunity and you don't have Mike Trout and Shohei Otani on the same team that's fucking seven games under 500. But that's a different story. Um, But I don't know. It it is what it is. We can't do much about it. You know, we can sit here and complain. We can bitch about it. But at the end of the day, we just want guys to stay healthy. Of course. Right. That's all we want. We want guys to stay healthy. Stay on the field. one of my least favorite, yeah, I think one of my, my least favorite parts, this the last thing to say about the injuries is like not being able to see, not being able to see like the, what type of seasons these guys can produce if they were to play a full season, you know, like hundred percent. Like, like, you know, Machado was, was, was he leading the national league in batting average? He was, he was up there at the top. He was up there at the top. I mean, so he, like, yeah, it just sucks. You don't really get to see like the legend, like the legendary like career seasons if these guys aren't playing. So it's uh it's frustrating, especially with a guy like guys like Ronald Acuna that like they kind of you kind of like Acuna was like a potential forty forty guy or you know he wanted to go. He always talking about going fifty fifty or whatever you know. And it's like you see him get injured and like it, it kind of like what happened with Mike Trout like when Mike Trout started getting hurt, like running the bases, they were like, fuck that. Like stop stealing bases. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's why right, I feel like my, I feel like Mike Trout's like still fast enough to like, to swipe a bag, but the, their managers are like, they're like the front office had to be like, literally like tell him we spent too much money on this guy for him to just be swiping bags. Like yeah. we want him to hit home runs and like take it easy. What, what do they say? Moneyball? What does he say to the guys when he's, He's reshaping their approach. He goes, we pay you to get on first, not to get thrown out of second. And, like, they probably told a lot of guys that. Like, probably Tatis, too. They told Tatis, like, dude, we pay you to hit bombs and 
and be electric at the plate and play shortstop, not to try to beat out ground balls or swing and miss at a curveball so hard that you fucking dislocate your shoulder. Like, <laughs> just dial it back. And that that is why I think Manny and those other guys did play for so, like, you know, knock on wood again, but have stayed pretty healthy because they know when to turn it on and when to turn it off. Um, but freak stuff happens. It is what it is. We can't control it. We just want everybody to stay healthy. So end of the day, that's all we can do. Uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in to episode 30 of the Phenomenal Fan Podcast. It's been a pleasure. Jared, good to have you back on the show. We'll uh, probably rip, rip another one of these next week when NBA free agency rattles through. We're also going to be into July next week, Jared, which just means another month closer to football. Football. Almost there. Yeah, we got that. We are in that little bit of a dead zone. It's just baseball right now, so it's not like it's not like the worst, worst, worst thing. But it is for it is if you don't follow baseball. Correct. If it is if you're not like a big baseball fan. This is a, this is a tough time of the year for you. It is. You're just in the dog days of summer. It is like coming up, you know, and you're just gonna have you're just gonna have to wear it out and like just and then you know soon enough summer's over. Summer summer starts to get over, and you kind of get that. You get that first crisp breeze in like or like late <laughs> August or like early September. Yeah, you just feel football coming around the corner. Yeah, everything's gravy. The other thing too, Jared, that that should be going on this summer, but it's not because the they decided to put it in the Middle East. Uh, but the World Cup was supposed to be this summer, which is always a really fun event. At least in my opinion, it's fun to root for the Team USA, even though they never win it. But they had a good, they have a pretty good squad. They had a couple decent guys, but. It was supposed to be in the summer like it normally is, and they decided to put the World Cup in Qatar, which is in the fucking middle of the desert. And they said, well, we can't play these games in July because it's 113 at nighttime, so you have to play it in the fall. So we're going to get the World Cup this year, but kind of sucks that it's not this summer too because that would be a good little a good little get, get by type thing, you know? Like, oh, flip on fucking well, U- Team USA. Yeah. You know, like watch the best players yeah, in soccer it, in the world. usually like... Re- isn't it usually like, isn't it usually like right now? Yes, like July is when it usually goes down. It's no, like, I think, dude, I, you know, it's funny. Well, it's funny because I remember, I know you know Country Jam, obviously, and that just had that just happened last weekend, and I remember one of my first years going to Country Jam, we, um, we went to like a Buffalo Wild Wings in town to watch the World Cup. That's pretty fun. Yeah, well, I just from. So yeah, it is. It is like right now. So yeah, it's a good little like filler wow. hangover thing, but is what it is. So otherwise, uh, otherwise, thank you guys for tuning in to episode thirty of the Phenomenal Fan Podcast. Check us out on social media. We're posting like crazy. We're getting fired up. We love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you guys on the next episode. And uh, Jared's off to play a little bit of softball and just drop dick on some some fucking chumps. Absolutely. That's some old dude. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hard, hard liner up the middle off some 52 year old guy. So anyways, uh, yeah. Yeah. Right <laughs> All right. Thanks for tuning in guys. We'll catch you guys next, uh, next time. Thanks for listening to the phenomenal fan podcast. Want more? Follow us on social media and subscribe to Patreon for exclusive content.